Okay. Um, boy. Episode 71 of Bat and Spider. Here we are once again. God, why I felt like I was felt like I was going to have something to say, but <laughs> you know, it might just be one of maybe, those episodes where there's just not much to say. Maybe that's what the episode's going to be, Chuck. Maybe it's just going to be nothing. <laughs> maybe it's just the you know. kind of night where we just we're just looking inwards. You know, we can't always be outputting. You know, yeah. There's you know, a great man. A great man once said to me. My great, my great dear best friend, Mikey P, said, you don't always have to be on, Dale. Oh, God. You know? And I take that to heart because it's true. You know, I, I what am I going to say every time, every intro, 71 <laughs> episodes, what am I going to say? Just, you know? Just shut up and play the hits, Dale. Unfortunately, that's the truth. I'm that's, sorry. That's what they want. Yeah, right. That's what that's what that's what they want. Mm-hmm. You go to an ACDC concert, you know, you don't want to hear the new album. I'm sorry if you worked hard on it. Yeah, right. But sorry, we want to hear Back in Black. I'm sorry. Some might say the nature of the beast. <sighs> that's I think it's where it was coined. Because of the uh, the no you know just the this this the vicious cycle ACDC found themselves in, <laughs> they coined the phrase "nature of the beast." God, what a great band ACDC is! I mean, they're always my go-to when I want to describe a band who doesn't. And this is not really an insult, but like a band who doesn't grow, and they like they found their combination, and how they write songs and how they play. And they just like guys going to work at a, a steel factory. They're just going in and doing the work every day. They learned how to do this one thing. And by God, that's what they're going to do. <laughs> by God. By God. They're not, they're not the Beatles. They're not going to go to uh, uh, India, uh, have spiritual awakenings. <laughs> right. Yeah. They're not going to yeah. try and change. They're not going to do a rock opera, change the face of uh, rock music as we know it. No. But you know what they're going to do? They're going to rule the jukebox at Loyal Lanes in Vineland, New Jersey. <laughs> nightly. Rock and bowl. Because they're going to make that jukebox money. No, Dale. But this week, we're we're talking about a movie, Sugar Hill, which has a, uh, it's got a theme song. Supernatural Voodoo Woman, which opens and closes the show. Hmm. Which is, uh, it's no track to sleep on. It's, that'll get your, uh, that'll get your toes tapping. That's true by the band, The Originals. Mm-hmm. But, uh, did you get to watch anything this week? Um, yeah, Chuck, you know what? Guess what? What? I watched something. Oh, good. Lay it on me. I watched, Chuck, a little movie, Kill Baby Kill. Mm. Yeah. Um, two words. Mario Bava. Oh my God. There's something yeah. in the air, Dale. 
Oh boy. Okay. So, oh my. Unrelated. Unrelated. But we're all in this together, Chuck. I watched Kill Baby Kill. I I flipped on the shutter. Mm -hmm. Salt was on there, and I and I watched it, and it was very. Uh, you know, it's it was just moody, gothic. It was very so. It's the year 1907 or so, and what it ends up doing is kind of pulling the movie Sleepy Hollow very much um, has, seems like it has roots and plot like running through this because a small town where people end up dying, so they sent, so the town Burgermeister sends <laughs> for like a cor- coroner, like uh-huh. a medical doctor to, to help, but... There's a curse over the town, and all the townspeople believe that, you know, they keep seeing this ghostly apparition of a little girl. And if that, if a, a villager makes eye contact with this ghost of a little girl, they are willed to kill themselves. Damn, that's and heavy. It is heavy. And what this ends up having is is heavier implications, like somebody else is maybe pulling the strings of what what these people are seeing, and uh, it's it reminded me of Sleepy Hollow. It reminded me of uh, uh, another one that at the time I I mean this was a whole six hours ago. I watched this. I can't remember anything about the stupid movie because because <laughs> my b- brain, but <clears throat> um, super beautiful movie. You know the set pieces were. There weren't many set pieces, but with the the use of like um, matte painting and mm. uh, 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 moody lighting, it just yeah. gave this this old time village just so much character. And um, what they did with each individual character in the movie was just just beautiful. They all had their own little personality and. Um, you know some of the some of the things there were. You know there wasn't a lot in terms of graphic violence, obviously. For what was this movie nineteen sixty four, nineteen sixty six? But yeah, each of the um, the players in the movie had like this. Uh, you know this their their own personal personality and character that uh, I just really. I mean, it was really fantastic. This mm. movie. Wow. Highly recommend. I I think I'm turning into a bava head. I know. I, you know why? I was inspired personally by seeing our friend Art mm. watch. Mm-hmm. He both watched Black Sabbath and then he watched Black Sunday because he was intending to watch Black Sabbath. Mm-hmm. But he watched Black Sunday. And I, I was inspired because I didn't know if we'd be, be. You know, there's so much for us to watch. There could be room on the docket for bava or not, you know. But I was like, let me get back to that because it was, you know, it it had sort of a, a hammery vibe, but it was a little more grungy, wasn't as clean. Maybe that was just the print. But uh, man, I was all in for the the colors and everything for this. For this. Amazing. For th- my bava of the night. My bava. <laughs> Your bava. Well, I mean that. I mean you 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 uttered the words Black Sunday and Dale. That's the movie I watched. Uh, were we, were we, was, uh, how did we watch, what, I don't know if it was cause I was on the Shutter app, I might have been on the Shutter app and I saw all the Bava movies on there and maybe that's what 
sort of led me to it. I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch Black Sunday. I yeah. remember, I remember like when we watched Black Sabbath, I looked at that and I was like, oh, it looks interesting. Um, but I don't know what it was. Something, something in the air. Maybe it was mm-hmm. just a, a, a Halloween being around the corner. I'm starting to get anxious for Halloween in a good way for that fall season. I was like, you know what? Let me put on an old spooky movie. I put on this Black Sunday Dale and like, in my heart, it's a five-star movie, but there's a little bit of goofy stuff. Like it's the story's not 100% really there, but visually, this movie is a billion-star movie. I oh, I, uh, like what you said about Kill Baby Kill. The visuals of the, of that movie, like this Black Sunday is all black and white, and I I don't I I'm I try yeah. not. To, I mean, I'm always hyperbolic. I know. I am, <laughs> but holy shit, Dale, I don't know if there is a movie that just the amount of, of, of black and white imagery of Halloween type stuff <laughs> on oh. display in that movie. It's unbelievable. It feels like it's like, like if you put aside the universal monster movies and like, yeah. All the you know, and then in the sixties and or late fifties, sixties, all of a sudden we're getting these you know new things, especially from Italy. You look at this movie and you're just like, holy crap! I can't believe the imagery that's in this. Like this is like I don't, I'm not an expert, but it feels like this is like a template for like what we got in spooky movies. Like, and it, it's almost like it, I kept thinking of Hellboy, like um, the imagery that Mike Mignola draws, like on everything, just like a sliver of a skull in the dark, you know? Yeah. And that, that's all in this movie. And it's, it's a movie about, it's based on an old uh, story called V V I Y, which someone else made in the sixties, which is in that um, box set you and I just uh, pre-ordered. And that's, that's supposed to be an amazing movie. Um, Okay. But so this is based on that same thing. It's about a witch who, like in the 1600s get sentenced to death and but she vows revenge on her own her like ancestors so (laughs) so to it we 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 see her death and like her boyfriend's death uh at the hands of the town and her brother and then it cuts to 200 years later where like her ancestor who happens to look just like her is like being haunted by uh they call her a witch and a vampire there's definitely uh it this movie's interesting because it it you can definitely tell they were like kind of like they had a script but it felt like they're also like changing things while they were shooting because like sometimes they're vampires sometimes they're she's a witch like it's sort of loosey-goosey but it kind of i liked it it kind of added just to like yeah it was like this melange of just evil forces like um and Holy, I mean, I just, I, I couldn't believe it. it. It's, I'm like, I got to order this disc. I need to sleep with it near me because I'm yeah. in love with it. Uh, and I want more Bob in my life. That's, that's where I'm at. Wow. I'm the, Im- the, the, the way you described it as black and white Halloween imagery has been sticking with me since you said it. Yeah. It, I, I need, feel like that's a dumb this. thing to say out loud, <laughs> but it, but it no. is that it's like. 
like cobwebs on everything. And Bava, I mean, we know we've seen his the way yeah. he lights stuff. It, it, it's and but like I I wasn't prepared to see that in black and white. Is what I'm saying. Like I wasn't prepared. Like my mouth was open for like like the whole. I mean, the beginning is spectacular, but there's like a whole beginning section where it's like scene after scene of of just like holy shit just like images one or after after another where like mm-hmm. you can't look away because you're you're like man i'm i'm just watching someone i'm watching a, a master paint in front of me wow it's just there it's just all there I, I can't you know and as a halloween lover it's it's i can't i can't look away that's what yeah. i'm saying yes. love halloween <laughs> Bottom line, you, Chuck, you love Halloween. I love spooky shit. And, and you start to, and you start to, you know, utter that phrase. You start to utter the, uh, invoke the feeling of it. And here we are, you know, August thirtieth. But I'm ready too, man. God, I am ready. ready. And there's no, we're having just like weeks of hot, hot weather here. And I'm, I just need a chance to roll, drive with the windows down. I need a chance mm. to just, uh, you know. I need I need to be struck with you know in the next couple weekends can start putting some stuff outside to you know get ready mm-hmm. but I just need to uh, I need more of the uh, the ambiance in my life yep. and if the heat's not going to bring it I need to to see it on my screen in black and white <sighs> yeah I need to do things that that can help us along yeah well that's Black Sunday I prescribe it. Mm. It's on Shutter. I, yeah, it's the uh, the Mario Bava collection. We may we maybe we both perused. In a bid for revenge, Ms. Sugar Hill asks Voodoo Ghost Baron. <laughs> sorry, asks Voodoo Ghost Baron Samdi and his army of zombies to help her torture and kill the dudes that killed her boyfriend. This is. 1974, Sugar Hill. Now, what what I think chuck do you Mm -hmm. want to go first no go ahead go ahead you know uh what i think this movie was all about execution this 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 very this plot is very predictable very linear in terms of uh sugar hill something happens at the beginning sugar hill's boyfriend livingston is killed Mm -hmm. sugar hill vows revenge Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what happens for the the rest of the movie. She picks off the people who who've wronged her and her boyfriend, and that's it. But it's all in the execution. It's all in the uh, the the environment. It's all in the ambiance and how it's done. The creativity, and that's its strong suit. In my opinion, yeah, it it's. First off, the movie's built around Marky Bay, which was a good decision. Completely she, agree. She didn't. I, I was looking into her 
other stuff. She didn't do too much. Uh, I was surprised. Um, because I, I could have sworn I remember her being in like sitcoms in the 80s and 90s or something, but she, she like retired in 82, which uh, shocked me. Oh. Um, I, at le- I have at least one other movie of hers in my watch list already. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I might be just getting her confused with somebody else. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I think I, I think I'm, I come down a little lower on the ladder on this one because you know what this felt like to me? I mean, I, it felt like a Tales from the Crypt episode, like it could have been. I didn't think they had enough movie (laughs) to fill an hour and a half. It does start to drag. And and you're right when you say they set out in the beginning, they tell you exactly what they're going to do. And they do just that. And there's no, there's no yeah. twist or turns really. Like at all. No, no. <laughs> it's just, ha- you know, before I kill you, how scumbaggy uh, can you rich, white, powerful men be? I'm still yeah. going to kill you, but like, let's, let's see how, you know, let's see where this goes kind of yeah thing and i'm not i mean kill kill them kill them all they're all they all shitty and they all sucked you know oh yeah I mean? no i mean it's oh it delivers on the uh yeah on the kill weighty part and it's it's great i love when she calls them honks hey honk <laughs> <laughs> and then she feeds awesome. the guy to a, a bunch of hungry pigs <laughs> oh yeah uh <laughs> I, since since you brought that up, I did make a note. Um, as they dump the body, the the living person into the pile of pigs. Yeah. Uh, Sugar Hill says, "I hope they're into white trash." <laughs> That's <laughs> I pulled that line because <laughs> I, I I I cackled out loud. I hope they're into white trash. I feel like like if this was forty five minutes, it would have been much more satisfying for me. I I did feel the length. I was like. I was like, uh, you know, starting to look around. I was like, come on, let's 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 get on with it. <laughs> and 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 the length is it's almost because, you know, Diana Hill needs to get revenge on the white people that did yeah. them wrong, right? But when when there's more than 5 she has to kill with zombies, it's just it just gets too long. It's not mm-hmm. bad. It's awesome, but it's almost like, you know, it's it's like how much you could you might as well do 10 you might as well do 15 like it's just you're just um you're just filling time you're filling screen time yeah and i i get that that's what this movie is it's a movie about revenge and zombies killing gangsters but the one thing i wish they had done to make me care a little more is have more of uh marky and livingston or not marky um Sugar and Livingston in the beginning show their love yes. more. Absolutely. Because I didn't feel like when he, I mean, it sucked when he got kicked to death, but we didn't really see much of their relationship beyond just some like sexy flirting in the bar before. I know. And I just, I wanted and- to see their connection just so I feel more like, just so I felt more for his death and be like, all right, yeah. Like she really loved this guy and she's going to fuck it, fuck him up. <laughs> yeah. Because it's, I think it's even, it might be hinted at that they just met a couple weeks ago and, Mm. you know, uh, Livingston, she describes the way Livingston kind of picked her up and they started dating, but you don't feel like 
the love, you know, you don't feel that connection. So when it's con- severed, it's yeah. kind of, uh, it's not as meaningful like um, like it would be if it, if it were built up a little bit more over time. But, I mean, he's dead within the first five minutes. Spoilers. Yeah. But yeah. it's pretty cool that he owned that bar in Haiti. Like, I was into this outdoor dinner show yeah. Whatever the heck it was. Was, I was that in Haiti or it. was the bar just called Haiti? Was it, maybe it was just called Haiti, I, but I, they kept referring to it as. Yeah. Where were they? Haiti. Were they in Haiti? I For some reason, I thought they were in like New Orleans the whole time. Yeah. I Yeah. Maybe it was. I mean, because they definitely yeah. mentioned Swampland and parish parishes. But yeah, it was confusing. It did. See, you're right. That beginning, it, it was like, yeah, they're in Haiti. That's what this seems like. I don't know. <laughs> um. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, but but there's a lot to love in this movie. I'm do- I'm done talking trash because everything else yeah, is just right. gold. Let's let's clean our stacked up because yeah. we don't want to sound too dis- disrespectful. Yeah. Let. I mean, I want to get to probably my favorite character. Let's get to Baron Somdi Dale. So oh so <laughs> Sugar goes to find like this old voodoo lady. Uh, what's her name? She's uh, uh, Mama Matrese. Mama Matr- yeah, Mama Matrese. Matrese? I don't know. My uh, yeah. Um, in this old spooky house. Oh, one more bad thing. Like that scene, you could tell they were really using every bit of film they shot. Like, like that scene when she's walking through the house trying to find Mama, and it's supposed to be this super long suspenseful thing. But it just goes on too long. <laughs> it's like, all right, like, and by the time she shows up to do her jump scare, it's like, I'm not scared. It's <laughs> yeah, just like, right. where's Mama? Come on. Especially the whole time it was Mama's house. Like, yeah, <laughs> I just thought, you know, I didn't. You don't know she's going to Mama's house until you find out it's Mama's house. It's like, oh, I thought you were just wandering this old, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like dead home. You know. Yeah, I thought it was just like a creepy abandoned mansion um but anyway she finds mama mama brings her out to the swamp (laughs) to this area and i loved that baron somdi has like basically what looks like a desk set up in the middle of the swamp that you use (laughs) to conjure him (laughs) it was just like that's what it looked like right it was like a desk with some trinkets on it (laughs) yeah perfect i loved it and he just it's like, like his home base, you know. Yeah, and Mama just she didn't even like do much, she, but she just called him, and he uh, appeared from smoke and lights, and some <sighs> some clearly clear clear like lighting department lights. <laughs> yeah, we need just some like somebody back there flicking a switch. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, you're right about Mama Matrice. Just I mean, she was just like, we need. We need somebody that can help with power. And then, you know, the Baron shows up. Yeah. (laughs) And I mean, he's clearly the, he's the most badass one in the movie. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's like easier. It's the, he, in the, in the, in the realm of summoning people and summoning beings in movies. Yeah. He's the very, he's the easiest. Yeah. You know, when the middle is Candyman (laughs) up there, you just ask nicely and he appears. It was like just walking to the, I don't know, the general store, like, and asking for some Baron Zombie. Yeah, right. And he shows up with this sweet-ass voodoo hat, like this top hat, 
which was amazing. He's got, I mean, he's got the look. I loved it. Mm, the the eye makeup and his um, yeah. He's got that cane with the like the silver face on it and the 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 green emerald eyes in the cane. Mm-hmm. Oh man! And he just like this guy. We should we should call out his name. Uh, Don Pedro Colley, who played him, he 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 was there to put on a show. Dale, he was having a blast every time one of the creeps was murdered, and he was just like lording up above the scene, laughing like just laugh, just this mm-hmm. gleeful laugh. He he just loves when his zombie kills people. Like he loves it. It's his <laughs> yes. favorite thing. He is so proud <laughs> so to know proud. that his zombies yeah. are doing getting the job done. Yeah. So he's like undercover boss <laughs> he's t- over there. <laughs> he's tickled pink. He just loves yeah. it. Because he summons them. I mean, so there's there are these slaves from the 1840s that were buried with their shackles still on because they all died of fever. Mm-hmm. They they didn't even like survive the boat ride. So they just uh you know, they buried them all in the swamps, the swamp lands. So uh the baron resurrects them all and they got some sweet makeup with like these silvery eyes and you know they just have like tattered clothes falling off them and the shackles and um they do the dirty work they do the baron's bidding and it's what i like the you know it's easy as it was to summon him it was also just as easy to just make a deal with him like (laughs) i need to kill some people the baron's basically okay yeah i can do that We'll just work it out. I don't even think they, I don't think they officially agreed on the price either. Like, uh, until the end of the movie. (laughs) And you know what? I was, I was really expecting like, um, like a monkey's paw kind of situation. Like if, if the, if you, the Baron is going to do all this for you, sugar, what are you going to do for him in return? That's going to be like detrimental or something. Well, I think I thought she was going to have to, but they, that other lady takes her place at the end. And it that implication oh. kind of grossed me out. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh yeah. He t- he takes okay. the, the the main bad guy's girlfriend away at the end. It's like, oh, I'll take her in in your place because he makes some remark like, oh, I wish it I wish it was you, sugar, because you're sweeter. But this will be fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I didn't know that was pre-planned. It, wow. it was it was weird because they didn't because she offers her soul to the Baron and he just laughs in her face, and he doesn't really yeah. say what he wants. Like they just they just skip past it and he starts uh, resurrecting okay. zombies. <laughs> yeah, okay. But that was so always was, in my head the whole time. I was like, what did they agree on? Like, what's she gonna pay him with? I see. But the Baron was like, okay, any woman will do. I, 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 I think so. It yeah. Turns out I didn't need you, sugar. I just needed another bride. Yeah. Which, by the way, I know, like, you seem turned off by it. Uh, <laughs> Celeste was clearly the most racist one out of everyone in this movie, and she got yeah. what was coming to her. It, well, oh, no, yeah, I mean, yeah, she deserved it, for sure, but it was still, I mean, being arred by a dead person sounds oh, insane. God, oh, my God, I didn't, I got Well, that's what, that's, what, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you're right. Sorry, I'm sorry. No, yeah, no, 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 no. I mean, because Mama yeah. said how he's like a ladies' man, and ha- <laughs> but he's right. he's a dead ghoul guy. I don't know. Right. 
Right. Oh, but Dale, I want to get back to these zombies. These, I love the look. They had the gray skin. They had, I love the detail of them. They're always covered in cobwebs. I loved that. I feel like cobwebs are underused on zombies nowadays. And that is just such a good detail. Even though it it doesn't really make sense. Like if they're like coming through the ground, all those cobwebs are probably not on them, but but it looked so good. Yeah. And then they have what looked just like pinballs used with like skin colored putty to make new eyelids just like glued to their eyes. How uncomfortable is that for those actors still? Yeah. You like <laughs> as a kid, you could like, you know, you would put something where your eyes were and you yeah. would hold them down, da- hold, hold down like ding discs. Like, oh. to keep them, you know, yeah. that's like what they were doing. They were, like squeezing their damnedest to keep those eye things in place. Yeah. And just how like, I mean, ugh. I mean, how long yeah. were they, did they have pinballs glued to their eyes? I know. Because that would have been a tough job yeah. for them, for sure. <laughs> Real and tough. And they did, they did a whole lot of, you know, being in costume for this movie, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, so, so the people that Sugar Hill wants to kill is like the, is Gangster Morgan, is a real racist tough ass and he's got this group of guys that kicked her boyfriend to death so basically we're just going one by one uh it's sort of a slasher movie in that sense where every kill is unique and you know how the zombies and Mm -hmm. the baron and sugar hill do it um yeah there's lots of interesting ways that they do it um the first one i think was a beheading and a uh down at the docks (laughs) <laughs> in like a warehouse mm-hmm. um i love that detail i love how they they made that one guy even worse where he was like it was like a scene from hard target with the uh the 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 guy at the boss giving out the uh giving out work on ship ships to like the uh i don't know what they're called they're not sailors but they're like the, um longshoremen yeah 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 longshoremen yeah but he's shaking them all down they gotta pay him they gotta bribe him to get a job and he even punches one guy who refuses to pay, and then he pays up. Oh, so, and then oh, the guy pays. Yeah, oh. I was so mad. Awful. But the zombies beheaded him uh, with the uh, machete. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah, the guy had it coming. Right? Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, always, always around is sugar. Like, before they die, they are sure to know that it was because yes. they killed Livingston. It's very important they know. Yeah. His name was Livingston, right? It was Langston. I keep saying Livingston oh. like uh, like I'm watching Looney Tunes. <laughs> Livingston. Livingston. Livingston, I presume. Um, but yeah, she keeps taking them out one by one. To get get their get her way to the top, to to Morgan, the big boss, and Celeste, the most racist person in the movie. And what I was kind of what kind of bummed me out to see is our friend Mac from Night Court, mm. aka Fabulous. Great name <laughs> is is the, his name, and I was I mean I just wanted more of this character, but also also he was working for the man, and they treated him like. <sighs> crap 
They treated him like crap. I think it's fair to say you could call his character an Uncle Tom type, yes. type character. Because there's that, there's that awful scene after, after they kick the guy to death where you're in like the, the bad guy's hangout. And fucking Mac is shining the boss's shoes. And uh, his boss just says, oh, you missed a spot and says something really rude to him. And I was just like, like dehumanizing. And I was like, man. Oh, yeah. It's like, come on, Mac. You don't need to be hanging out with these fools. These guys suck. My favorite, my favorite scene, I think, (laughs) was the, when she goes to the pool hall and lures that, the one guy back to her place this guy i don't think he was trying to be funny but man he tickled me he tickled me with his performance because he, he walks into into sugar's house uh, like he sees like the voodoo doll on the table and he's like hey and he just like has this freak out he's like i don't like any of it i don't like the situation here i don't like any of this that thing and that thing it doesn't feel yeah. right like he, it's this hilarious freak out (laughs) something's wrong with the whole thing here the candles a doll that it's the whole setup i don't like i don't like the whole setup like he just goes from like zero to insane i know uh, in like half a second i was i was like well that was great yeah you're you're like dude you you're the one that followed her home in hope of some you know like peach yeah you're trying to get some now all of a sudden you have like you're you're funny about he sees one this? voodoo doll on the, on the uh, coffee table and he freaks out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about any of this. What did she say when he asked what the voodoo doll was? Like, did she say it was like a magazine holder or something like that? Yeah. <laughs> yes. It was. I was like, yeah. what? Are there magazine holders? <laughs> um. But yeah, that guy, that, that death was cool because then she like lit that, that like, um, like black powder on that weird thing on the table, and she's like, "When this, when this runs out, when the flame goes up, you're gonna pick up that knife and kill yourself." <laughs> and fucking mm. Baron Zombies up in the rafters just laughing. <laughs> oh my god, he's laughing with his oh god, like every look. I like how every. St- He's like the cabbie in one scene. He's like uh, yeah. dressing up. That was but he's awesome. Also, he's got the black eyeshadow and the uh, you know the gold teeth. I and love it. Yeah, I love that he goes undercover. It's like a cabbie I know. and like a a groundsman. Like, <laughs> yeah, look at him. It's a fucking baron. <laughs> yeah, he the, just like uh 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 he he um. He didn't like assemble himself. What did he do? Like he conjured, he con- he was conjured out of like thin air. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he's clearly spectral in nature, but he's, he's got to dress up the part. Yeah. <laughs> he could, so he like, can he just be disappeared? It's so funny that he had to be there. He wanted to be a part of the scene. Yeah. He even like, I think he takes off his makeup to be the, the cabbie or something. It's like so yeah. funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. He takes all the makeup. He's got this huge scar. I love. Like, oh, the scar. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This so, movie did it. It taught me how to pronounce uh, Somdi because my whole life I thought it was Baron Samedi. That's how yeah. I would say it. But it's Somdi, I guess. Yeah, Somdi. Voodoo, voodoo. Yeah. Um. um there's a the whole. Yeah. There, there's like the whole detective sort of B plot that. 
I feel like they could have yeeted because it didn't go anywhere, <laughs> really. <laughs> and he was so easily sidetracked at the end. Um, yeah, and he's not, he doesn't get back in the picture, right? After he breaks his leg. Yeah, they voodoo dolled his leg to de- to to break it, and then that's it. He's out of the picture. Problem solved. <laughs> yeah, it's it was. Uh, yeah, you're right. It was pretty, ultimately, very ineffective and pointless. I mean, um, there was no p- pressure ever. He was never applying pressure. He was never yeah. torn in between. Uh, you know whether sugar was going to get. Like his friendship and love for sugar, or his uh, duty to the law, that was never called into question at all because he never suspected her. No, ever. yeah, and and let's be honest, if he if he did crack the case and found out she was voodoo killing these dudes, he wasn't going to do anything because he. Oh yeah, he was trying to make time with her the whole movie. I know, and these dudes, you know, these dudes were bad dudes. Yeah. Also, what, how about Sugar Hill's, like, what was her day job? She was, like, a fashion photographer? And, like, they don't mention it at all. Like, but there's, like, two or three scenes of her, like, uh, taking pictures of, like, models and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but it's all just the background for, like, you know, other conversations. But they I never, know. like, they never talk about, like, what her job is. Like, I thought that was cool, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it made her see, you know, it was, like, uh. She had something to do, and then she was going to take over the bar. She was mm-hmm. going to be an owner of the bar. Yeah, that was the other thing. She kept she kept Morgan on the hook because she inherited Link's, Langston's bar, which is why Morgan killed him. Like he wants he wants the Haiti bar. Um, so she's like kind of playing him, and you know, yeah, luring him along. Like, yeah, maybe I'll sell you the bar. Maybe I won't. Um, Morgan was, I, I gotta say, he was a good villain. He, he played, he was slimy, just plain slimy. And the way he treated all his henchmen and, and, uh, what's her name? Corvette. I can't remember her name. Celeste. <laughs> Celeste. <laughs> Celeste Corvette. The way he treated her like dirt, just like, yeah, it, he was just, oh man, he couldn't wait for him to get it. Yeah. Oh man, that guy played, holy crap. Uh, that guy played in the movie <laughs> Evil Tunes. Ooh-wee. Wait, what? Evil Tunes? What's that? Oh my God, did you, did you ever see Evil Tunes? I guess no. not. Not about that. Oh my God, that was. Uh, I mean, you want to talk about Young <laughs> Dale? <laughs> Trying to. There was some. Um, there was uh, a lot of bo- a lot of boobs in Evil Tunes. So. <laughs> Cartoon boobs? No. So, oh. like the, the bad guy, the bad guy, the de- the demon is actual an actual cartoon. Oh, but everything okay. else is like it's like it's like Monkey Bone or Cool World before oh, okay. any of that existed. <laughs> what year did that come? Where am I? I'm looking at his credits. What year is Evil Tunes? Evil Tunes is ninety two. Oh, okay. Oh, there it is. Okay. Oh, wow, look at that poster. Oh, now yeah. I want to see this stupid movie. <laughs> yeah, dude. Absolutely, 100%. Dick Miller? Man. Oh, shit. Directed by Fred oh, Olin I... Ray. Why do I know him? Oh, because he's directed like five billion movies. Holy crap. 
Holy shit. Wow, look at all these movies. He's, uh, wow. Mm, what, you directed one episode of Joe Bob's Drive-In? Well. Oh, God. I mean, if we haven't watched one of his movies, I'm sure we will. He's got a movie called Billy Frankenstein from 1998. Oh, my God. Wow. It's like a cool kid blowing bubble gum. Standing in front of a, a Frankenstein's monster. Jesus. Oh, God. Good for this dude. I mean, he's directed like Hallmark Christmas movies. Yeah. And all these, you know, other movies. <laughs> of the evil tune variety. 152 movies he's directed. Jeez. Are you serious? He's still going. He's got a credit. Uh, 2021, The Killer in My Backyard TV movie. Unreal. Um, God, add evil tunes to the list. Gee whiz. Yeah, I mean, have fun. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I, and obviously, so in one of, I know it's featured, I know it's featured in Screezing as a five-star review of evil tunes. Wow. On this, uh, come for chaos, come for Chaz Ballin designed evil tune, but stay for Madison. There you go. Wow. Zero, uh, availability on the where to watch list. Jeez. So I'll have to dig in the mucks. Find it. I'll find in it. The mucks. Back to Sugar Hill. When she finally takes care of Morgan, I wanted, I wanted a, a more horrific death because he just kind of drowns in that mud. But yeah. I wanted to see uh, him that, like torn limb from limb. Especially when, you know, Lesser got way more. Yeah. Oh, and especially they bring back all the people they killed as zombies and he sees them. He sees all his like henchmen as zombies. I was like, oh, they're going to kill him, which would have been mm -hmm. a good way to kill him. But that didn't happen. They just tricked him into some mud. Honey, help yeah. me! Um, yeah, that was, so that was, that was a shame to see, but, um, yeah, I was happy when Celeste was being like overwhelmed by zombies in the car. I was like, yes, you deserve it. Mm -hmm. But then it turns out she survived only to be given over to the Baron for, yeah. for a bride as payment and as payment. And after the way Celeste treated sugar. Oh Yeah. In the multiple interactions of this movie, yeah, I mean, at 100%. 100%. And shout out to sh how strong Sugar was, but like, by having, the way Celeste would treat her to her face, but Sugar would, she, I don't think she even like looked at her. <laughs> like, she just like, wasn't entertaining any of her bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then credits roll, we get Supernatural Voodoo Woman played again. Supernatural! I love the the style of zombie in this. It's more of your voodoo. Mm -hmm. It was your voodoo zombie, which was great. And you know, I just loved, just loved the vibe. I loved everything about you know the music during the kill scenes. Very voodoo and, yeah. and nature, and 
Yeah, yeah. I, I, I it was a great movie. Loved it. I, I love. Oh, we didn't. I loved how Mac got killed by uh, uh, zombie masseuse masseurs <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> it's scratching his back, and he's like, "Stop it! Your hands are cold. Like, I don't like Stop that. Stop it! I don't like that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like that." <laughs> Dale, do we have any uh, 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 listener feedback? How's the mailbag looking? Anything in there? But cobwebs and moths? Are moths flying out? Well, you'd be surprised to see that um, some folks came out for us this week. They showed up. Bless them. Yep. Evil Tunes, Dale. I can't get enough of this poster. Yeah. I'm enthralled. Who is this lady? Is it Monique Gabrielle? Is that Madison? I don't know. Oh, the lady, the big lady at the the th- the big thumbnail, whatever. Yeah, she's. Her. It's like her in a bra with the the wolf cartoon with uh, her his tongue on her shoulder. Oh uh, 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 yeah. Hello. I don't know why. How do I not know about that? I can't. I'm trying to like imagine the the uh, quality of animation too. I know. Me too. I'm. Uh, all right, so uh, guys, remember, batinspirepod at gmail.com. You could email us. You could send us your voicemails through there. Or you can call our official Bat and Spider hotline at 315-544-0966. First up. <laughs> uh, first up is, oh, yeah, so this is... Uh, this is from Kevin Cablasto. Kevin, thank you. Ooh. And uh, so we did him a big favor. He says, hey, guys, thanks again for appearing on the show. Here's that clip I promised. Mm, okay. <laughs> I don't like it already. <laughs> hey, this is a message for Dale underscore A and Mr. Ch- Charles the Foreman says. Foreman's. This Forms? is it. Stop it. Uh, and honestly, I'm just calling to hawk my own podcast. So recently I had these guys on and just wanted to play a clip from the interview. Keep your interest. So, without further ado, here's a clip. Dale, where did you and Chuck first meet? A special school for kids. Chuck, what were your initial impressions of Dale when you met him? Look at him! It's a man baby! Yeah. Can you elaborate on that? Is like he's an eleven-year-old with like the mind of like a skeevy forty-something-year-old. <laughs> yeah. Um, and were you guys friends instantly? <laughs> um, How did you feel about him? Um, Very protective of baby boy. Dale, is it true you're the Zodiac Killer? That's a great question. If I were like, if, if, and, uh, I, if. Hopefully this clip piqued your interest. If you want to hear the rest of the interview and hear Dale's answer to that question, uh, tune into the podcast on the Kablasto Network. It is the Kablasto Show, uh, produced and hosted by myself, Mr. Kablasto. Um, special thanks to my intern, Dirk Feelgood. Feel free to join my Discord. It is the Kablasso Discord. It's free to join. Um, uh, stop it. Cut session. it. Cut and, it. Uh, look forward to seeing you there and uh, eventually making it a 
pay to interact with me type situation where I can make a lot of money. So thanks. Wow. No one enter no one listeners do not entertain any of this. Name Nick Chuck, please just name a time where you felt more unsafe than right now. <laughs> name that I can't, time. I can't. I can't. I don't want to open up my blinds right next to me. I don't know what's what's I, on the other side of that right now. I don't even know. <laughs> I now I got to think about what I've said. What I know. What, good luck running for office, Dale. <laughs> I hope you thought about that before you uh, started a podcast. Yeah. Right. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure all podcasts have this, right? You know, well, like uh, <laughs> people mucking about with your voice. Wow. Wow. I don't know. <clears throat> Every week with this guy feels like I'm in, I'm in one of those, uh, those books about the coyote, you know, let the, you know, the old myths and legends. The uh, prankster coyote out there. Tricking Wild people. E. Yeah. yeah. It's no good. Mm. Tough world. What else? You got anything else? Uh, next up. Bat and Spider. What is up, guys? Mm. Just calling Speak in. It's been devil. a minute or two. Uh, it's Corey from Austin, Texas. Uh, not to bring up Anthony Michael Hall yet again, but <laughs> since y'all were talking about him, it made me think about do you remember when he was on Saturday Night Live with Robert Downey Jr. that season? It was a weird off season. Lauren uh. Michaels, I don't even think, was involved. Anyway, they did a great uh, young Simon and Garfunkel skit where they both played lead oboe and made a deal with John Lovett the de- as the devil. <laughs> anyway, I need to go and look for it. I remember really loving that when I was a kid. Um, but yeah, maybe Saturday Night Live Anthony Michael Hall is peak Anthony Michael Hall because Robert Downey Jr. even said that he taught him how to party. Whoa. Put that in your oh. crack pipe and smoke it. Holy anyway, shit. Um, uh, Sugar Hill was fantastic. And I really wanted to thank you guys for getting me back on a little mini horror black exploitation kick. Uh, Sugar Hill was great. It delivered 100%. And it made me check out Scream Blackula Scream, which I had watched before in the past and that one is really dynamite and black uh blackenstein which the black frankenstein which has a great title <laughs> but unfortunately isn't so great <laughs> yeah. but it's still what fun to watch uh, the last 15 minutes are stellar um but a little quick aside which i didn't know but I had to look up on online was that blackenstein actually uses the original 1930s frankenstein lab equipment who knew oh wow all right, that's it. Keep up the great work, guys. Looking forward to the next episode. Wow. Thanks, Corey. I think I, I tried to watch Blackenstein last year. I think I made it about five minutes. I turned it off. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I can't win them all, you know, but I'm I, sure I'll uh, watch it someday. I appreciate how Corey says uh, Blackenstein, the Black Frankenstein. <laughs> Thank you translation translation for yeah. the honks out there <laughs> how about robert downey jr saying anthony michael hall taught oh, him how to party what wow i gotta know more 
Talk about the word implication in that statement, Dale. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Did you ever watch any of that? I don't. Was it one season or several when Lauren Michaels left SNL and it was just the show was almost unrecognizable. Did you ever see any of those? Know. It's so weird. I mean, Julia Louis Dreyfus, I think, was in the cast. Like, just because, uh, like, I, everyone left, like, when Lauren left. So, like, it was like all new people. Oh. And it was just, it was just weird until Lauren came back and whatever. But, huh. Yeah. They're like the lost SNL seasons almost. Wow. That's, um, I never knew. I mean, I knew Julia Louis-Dreyfus was in the cast, but I didn't know it was all surrounded with all that uh, legend. Mm. There you go. Wild. What else do you say? Is there anything else we need to address? Yep. One more. Oh, uh, what else did he say? Oh, um, no, I think that's it. Anthony Michael Hall, Sugar Hill, Blackenstein. Oh, yeah. That Black was it. Yula. Okay. Black Yula, thank you for the voicemail, Corey. Thanks, Love Corey. You. Corey, uh, please send in a voicemail about Evil Tunes and just oh, yeah. let... I know he did... <laughs> there is, I mean, in my mind, there, uh, you know, <laughs> there's some beautiful ladies in there, but I think he actually interviewed... He got to interview one of them. Oh, really? For, for yeah. Scree? For Scree, I, I I think I'm remembering this right, and you know, I just you know, I need to watch Evil Tunes again. It's been <laughs> far too long. Uh oh, boy. Next up, I mean, bringing it in again, Kevin Cablasto. Are you ready? Uh, again? Wait a second. Uh, this electronic email is for Chuck only. Dale, please do not read this. <laughs> Hello, Chuck. How are you? How is Bruce? How is Oscar? I feel for your Vangelis situation. Language is stupid, and so is everyone who uses it. It sounds like you are saying it's the most popular way, and I continue to never say it out loud as whenever I put on the Blade Runner soundtrack expecting someone to say, who is this, they never ask. <laughs> Megan, if you're li- Megan, if you're listening, I'm talking about you. When it's not Chumbawamba or Smash Mouth, you should ask who it is. Attached is a clip of various people saying the word, including the man himself mixed in there. Dale, please play the clip, but please don't read this. <laughs> Dale. I mean, Kablasso, if this is more than 30 <laughs> seconds long, I am going to come through this computer. Blade Runner Blues by Vangelis. Direct by Vangelis. The type of, of the, the Vangelis that they try to sell the record company. I've only heard a little bit from Vangelis turn by Vangelis oh or God. Vangelis or I always pronounce it Vangelis uh, or Vangelis. Vangelis is a... We're doing it Greek style. Oh yeah, we're doing it Greek style because we're looking at Vangelis. This means a lot of vagina. Oh. <laughs> what did he say? What was that last part? This was a letter for Chuck. Is that what he said? With the last audio? That last bit. What was that? This means a lot of fachuk. Did you hear? What that Is he said? saying a lot of fachuk? This means a lot of fachuk. <laughs> like a, a, lot a lot of, of vagina. vagina. 
He's saying vagina. I think it's yes. getting cut off. Okay. He's saying oh vagina. Oh my God. Blasto. This is too much. Well, we've met our Cablasto quota for the next year. <laughs> and in one episode. <laughs> so much so, he deserves one of these. Here you go. Man. Whew. A sound we haven't heard in these Ooh. hallowed halls in many, many weeks. But dusty tonight, is my slide whistle, Dale. <laughs> yes, yeah, the amount of powder that dead skin cells <laughs> fly off of that thing. Uh. Well, thank you for that, Cablasto. We mean that. Yeah, thank you, Cablasto. That was great. Very entertaining. Uh, God, he's gonna he's gonna use all of that against us somehow though. I know it doesn't matter. You know what? Yeah. <sighs> well, guess what, Dale? I came pre- prepared um, because I I watched Black Sabbath and Dale. I want more. Oh, okay. I want more Bava. <laughs> and I was looking through his uh, filmography. And I found one that caught my eye. And the title, just from reading about this, it introduced me to a genre that I didn't even know existed. So I'm mm-hmm. very excited to watch this. Dale, we're going to watch from 1961, Hercules in the Haunted World. <laughs> so apparently, uh, this movie kicked off a a mini subgenre of sword and sandals mixed with horror elements. What? And spooky stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't, I, I mean, there's probably like a handful of movies you could count on one hand that do this, but I was like, I, th- I didn't know this was ever, a th- this is crazy. <laughs> um, it's got, you know, it's got Reg Park playing Hercules, but it's got Christopher Lee in it as the bad guy. And I, wa- I, di- I, di- I usually don't do this, but I watched the trailer and I, I got to say, we're in for we're it. We're in. We're in for it, Dale. Wow. And boy, oh, I, I was going to say, we've never done a Swords and Sandals movie, but we did Beastmaster. Yeah, we did. Yeah, that's right. But this is cool. I mean, it sounds like, you know, it's, it's, it's basically the description. It's Hercules. Basically, he, it's his journey th- fighting through the underworld, I think. So you see all the, the dark and dirty legends of uh, Greek mythology or whatever. Mm-mm. Um, But yeah, but Mario Bava style. So yeah, this is like hot off the heels of a uh, black Sunday. So he's, uh, he's, he's in it. He's in it. 91 minutes of pure pleasure coming our way, Dale. Yo. Man, I am I this is totally out of left field and I am just taking Did you ever hear a bit about this movie? I was like like any other day my eyes would have just blazed past it. I was like, "Oh, it's not a horror movie. It's a fucking Hercules movie. I don't care." Yeah. But then I was like, "Wait, Hercules in the haunted world." I was like, "Wait, what is this?" <laughs> Yeah, how about the, the some of the imagery on this Wikipedia poster alone? Yeah, it, it's wow. it looks amazing. Ercole. <laughs> Ercole al centro della terra. 
Wow, this looks phenomenal, Chuck. I am, man, you were just blew me away, my friend. Yeah, I knew it. I knew as soon as I saw it, I was like, you know what? This is for us. Yeah. Yeah. It's for us. It's for us. Made for us. Wow. Uh, you can watch this for free on Plex. If you have Plex, <laughs> it's, it's also on <laughs> it's also on an app called Classics with an X, which I've never heard of. Classics. It says there's a an Apple and an Android app. I don't know. Uh, you can also rent it on Amazon. So there's a few ways. Yeah. 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 I wouldn't be surprised if it's up on YouTube somewhere either. Um, but yeah. That's what we're gonna do, Dale. Hercules in the Honda World. Get ready. Strap in. Mm, high five. Boom. And that's gonna be for the next episode. Until then. Take care of yourselves out there. Yeah. Unless you're Cablasto. Yeah. I, I I don't know if I'm gonna to sleep tonight. <laughs> Uh, sleep with one eye open theme song was created by toby forsman of whipsong music find out more at whipsongmusic.com this 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 is a tape deck podcast